podcast episode 428 and it sad to share the news that ozzy osbourne has tested positive for COVID 19 wait what yeah he's tested positive no unfortunately way. you're lying i have faith no. no he did he did he's not gonna die though what if he does no don't even say it <laughs> i can't do it but he he can't die no he can't he's immortal has to be the dead are already dead. Science you cannot die. You can't die twice. There's, 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 um, immortal. It's proven. <laughs> and I only know that because, like, you know how micro Microsoft has added this like new news widget thing at the bottom, and you can't get rid of it. It's very annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or mine's it's it's like the weather thing, and occasionally it'll send you like pops up like news things like talks about traffic stocks sports weather news mm. stuff it's quite annoying um but one thing literally just flashed across the screen and was sharon osborne tearfully reveals that ozzy osborne has tested positive for COVID 19 that's really not good i don't like it no why are you so concerned because i love ozzy osborne and you don't want him to die no I don't want him to die either. He's already like, fortunate. you know, not in the best shape. How old is he now? In his 70s. Ancient. Holy Christ. So his time's coming. Don't say that, man. Don't <laughs> fucking say that. Swear to well, God. he's going to go into a coffin, right? He's going to go into a coffin and then he's going to pull a Jesus move and he's going to pop back out of it like five days later. A zombie. But he's going to be like 1970s. Ozzy Osbourne when he resurrects. He's like Dracula. And he's, yeah, exactly, exactly. And because he's a he's an actual vampire. This is all just part of the vampire uprising. Okay, I can get behind that's that. That's my that's my plan. That's mine, or that's the way that I'm I'm interpreting that. I got stickers today too. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, um, Kangasaur stickers, and they were different than I actually thought. Like with the like you remember the old like the daily talk show stickers and it's cut out like in the shape of the actual symbol mm -hmm. but these are just like a full rectangle but then you peel that away which like isn't the worst thing in the world but it feels a little wasteful because mm. there's like all that extra material around it that is no longer being used and there's like the paper backing and all that but i think that's i think it's the type of sticker that i picked so it's mm can't blame anyone but myself i'm still stoked with them and they were also five times cheaper than the other ones so right. maybe there's a no, bit of, maybe there's a trade-off they look cool 92 dollars for 500 there's 500 That's of these things crazy. a fat stack it's amazing now we're gonna find places for them put them everywhere oh i've i've already covered my sketchbooks my laptop my monitor the notebook my field notes my uh, power bar for the laptop mm. already has one on it. I haven't put any on my work laptop because I feel like that's just best practice. 
I'm gonna need at boy. least one of those 500s. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I've got, I've got packs of five set out for people who got or are getting Strange Creatures merch. Mm. So there's there's at least five on your way, and at least five for his. Perfect. So there there will be many Kangasaur stickers on the way. Absolutely perfect, man. Good, good. I it's need a, more stuff to put stickers on. To be honest with you. That's true. I've got cool stickers. Do you have any on your laptop? You have some on your laptop. Yeah, right? I gotta put more on my laptop. But uh, I got some on my mug, but kind of ran out of space already. I have some other Did stickers I gotta some? put on, but they're a bit too big. Jesus. So it's like I don't. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think yeah, I'm my putting Yeti. I've got oh, my. Yeah. Uh, um, your honking Yeti. I got my little alien. I want to leave sticker, which I really like. I want to leave. It's like a little like sketch of a guy getting oh, that's sucked really up cool. by a UFO. And it says, "I want." And I've got all the you funny. You emphasize that the, the text, text messages where it's Star Wars quotes. It's Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi Star Wars quotes, of course. And then I've got like the, the Leo from Django sipping nice. meme. Obviously, that's sipping a good one. Martini. And then the big, big old Yeti. But did that in, did that come with the purchase? Yes, that came with the, the mug. Of course, yeah, that came with you know. Come on, branding. Come on, you have to, you have to. Yeah, I like that transition. Yeah, so personal branding <laughs> in a portfolio. We mentioned we were going to talk about it a lot, but rather than dragging it on too much, I think it'll best. It's probably best in this context to be precise with it. Mm-hmm. So for you, because I I like I'm confident in mine. Mm-hmm like in the personal branding of my portfolio. Now, I'm confident in it now, but I'm curious how you interpret your own personal branding or how you think that you've shown off your personal branding in your portfolio-ish or say on the website. Or do you think you've done it at all? I don't, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm still finding it. Like I, I guess hmm. my portfolio, my website, my latest version of them um, is is getting there, but it's still not there. Right. That's kind of one of the things I like about Team Time Travel is how the way that that branding is um, evolving. It's kind of, that's just kind of me. It's almost hmm. like an outlet for me to figure out what my brand personal branding is right that makes and i sense. do it through that so i'm still kind of finding it still finding mm-hmm. i guess you know what exactly like graphic design wise you know that i like and that i think suits me and i think communicates me and my interests mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. um and still thinking of what content is going to communicate me and what i want to be doing and what I like and what I'm good at and all this stuff. Um, right. So I don't know. I, it's, it's probably one of those things. It's like portfolios on their own, right? Where it's forever. It's a forever project. It's true. It's a forever project and it's constantly evolving. And I think personal brand can evolve without changing per se. And I'll explain what I mean by that in the way that, I'll take I'll use Instagram as an example and people who post photos 
consistently on Instagram and like manicure what like the grid, so mm-hmm. to speak, how everything looks in a feed. Um, that's an example of personal brand that is consistent because it goes into the way that you're editing photos. Maybe they're maybe they've got soft blacks and like they're a bit more desaturated or they're high contrast and stuff like that or and dark and moody as an example. But the subject matter of those photos changes naturally as you go throughout life. Seasonally they change from like winter, summer, spring, fall, but also phases of life like now we work full time. That's different to our lives 2 years ago when we were not working full time. Mm-hmm. Working I was working maybe like 20, 30 hours a week and you were not working at all, Mm -hmm. right? The way that our lives are now are different than back then. And the way that we would showcase that subconsciously is different. Um, But when I think about personal branding, like for myself, it's less about, I don't want someone to look at it necessarily and say, oh, that is Dylan. But I want them to look look at something and say, that looks like uh, that looks like something Dylan would do, or that looks like I just threw a pen at the microphone. You did just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> or that looks like um, Dylan's work, or that looks like something Dylan would do, and then they look closer. Oh, that's because he did. That's because he did do that. Mm. Um, and I think there's a way of doing that, like from a a process perspective, where you like dissect it yourself. And this was something that we did in offsite, where you had to write down like uh, I want to say five, like five personal vibes that you want to give off with your work, with your port. This is this was specific to portfolios, but I think it goes across websites, like a personal website or a company's website or anything like that. Something that you want to communicate. So we had to go in and we had to like figure out what what those words were like what those vibes uh, were, write them down. Um, and they, the instructor told us that like, write those on a sticky note and have it on your monitor or on your laptop so they're in front of you all the time. Um, or if you're working in, a, in an InDesign document or an Illustrator document or whatever, write those down as just like a text block mm-hmm. and like put it on a layer and like lock the layer, call it vibes. And that was actually a cool like thought experiment to do that because then they're always present. But... I think there's ways to go about like exemplifying a personal brand in a portfolio without branding it as you, right? Mm-hmm. Without putting ZW on everything or Watson Industries on everything or saying, my name is Zach Watson and I do 17 different things, right? It's in the way that it's the type of photos that you have. It's like, are they all really close up? detailed shots maybe that's your thing like when i make videos for work or personal videos i like a shallow depth of field where you can't really see the full subject and there's like there's more motion i'm not a huge fan of doing static shots unless like i have no choice like if i'm doing a painting thing and that is simply because that's kind of the style of filming that i learned from watching josh and tommy film bigger more expensive productions Mm -hmm. and i just adopted that and made it my own thing and now i can look at back at some of the videos i made over the last couple years and they're consistent that's not me branding it as oh this is dylan's style but it's 
the consistency is what emphasizes that point. Same thing with text. It's just using one text, one typeface throughout a portfolio, and that's it. Or maximum two. You have one for titles and subtitles, and you have one for body paragraphs, and that's it. You have your main text color that goes across everything, and that stays consistent. And then maybe to differentiate your projects, to complement your photography, whatever that is, or your renders or your sketches, maybe like what I did in my portfolio where I took the, the main color, the highlight color, and just turned that into a title. And by keeping that color scheme the same of body text as one color, but the title changes, right? That is consistent. And I'm able to incorporate that into my personal branding without saying, my name is Dylan Torville and I like having consistent text and graphics and stuff without having to plaster my name. It's, I think it's, it's a lot about, it's saying less with more ultimately is one of the mm -hmm. things is how to communicate personal because then you don't feel like you're being bombarded with stuff. You mean saying right? more with less? Yes, yes, yes. Say, saying say less more with more less. is like a trap that most Yeah, that fall everybody into. falls into. Everybody, yeah. Take some of the thesis projects as an example. Mm -hmm. Not to discredit anybody at all because it's fantastic that you did it. And it's um, tough to get right. And it's tough to get right. It's very, very hard. But some of these giant banners with our three feet wide by nine feet tall is looks like a page out of the Bible. It's just rows and rows yeah. and columns and columns of text. And what you want to do is show that off with visuals instead. Um, and if you can do that in a portfolio and maybe like your way of incorporating personal brand into a portfolio goes down to how you show off your sketches, mm. maybe, and this is some stuff that I did, for certain projects and I can do it better obviously I can do it a lot better because it is still inconsistent but maybe instead of just showing the scan on a screen maybe you take a nice clean top-down photo of your sketchbook that has those sketches in it you can still clean that up in Photoshop so there's not like weird lines or everything but that's just a, a slightly more interesting slightly more personal way of showing off your sketches in context and it's like okay i get a bit of a vibe from this person based off how they show it you know and it's really simple stuff like that and then obviously creating like a personal mood board or a vision board or anything like that or a stylescape for you yourself and your portfolio mm. goes a long way because it's as your tailor in the case that you're backtracking and like retailing content to fit the portfolio after the project's done, you can look at the stylescape and say, okay, does this fit? No, then well, I need to do something. I need to change that. Right. And if it does fit, then it fits Then you can incorporate it. And ultimately like consistency and consistency is the key with it and being as minimal as possible. Like you don't need to put your initials on everything. You don't need to put your name on everything. No. You don't need like weird, obscure names like do with like brains and stuff. It's like there's no point to that. It's got to be simple. It's got to be easy to understand. And I think one thing that I also learned through Offsite was that 
there's like the inclination to include all your stuff, like all of your projects, all of your experience, all of the jobs you've ever had, but doesn't really matter. You don't need all that. You need like pick like two, mm-hmm. like pick relevant enough experience, but like I'm at the point now where I'm like, do I need to include the fact that I worked as a sketching tutor for Humber? Maybe, but probably not. Mm-hmm. I could probably just use Spartech and Earthscape now and then just continue on with that. So, yeah, I don't know if any of that made sense, but. No, totally. It's people think plastering the cliche what people think of a brand as in like a logo, a name, a symbol, you know, just stamping on everything is good branding. Yeah. But like good branding is. That's effective marketing. But yeah, it's but. different. I would say it's different than branding. I would say I'm trying to think of how to word it, but it's like if you can, if you can still communicate the brand without having to stamp logan's shit on everything then your brand Mm -hmm. is branding is successful yeah like if you took all the apple symbols out of an apple store yeah and if people still recognize it as an apple store you've probably done right thing yeah like it's strong you could take all the products out of there you could take all the products off the walls just leave the tables and the walls yeah people would still know it's like you know having your name on everything that isn't showing off good branding it's like you said it's it's you know how to spell your name. It's more the why and how you show you. That's the yeah. branding, right? Like those five vibes or that or that one motif, that one why that is communicated through all the work in the entire portfolio. That's the branding, mm-hmm. right? Not the, oh, nice, you came up with your own personal logo and it's plastered on every fucking page and your yeah. name's on every page and you've you have a signature on every sketch and everything oh, like that. God. it's like you know it's a bit overkill and it looks a bit like you know unprofessional yeah it's not it's it's not mature to do that it looks very elementary it's very elementary you know like there doesn't seem as much thought to it mm-hmm. right knowing or when to like much. add that stuff maybe too much you know it's, it's probably it's like good. It's, if you're on like the cover and you have you have your name and maybe like a little logo come up with or something sure yeah that's you know fair. but like it's also not the most important thing ever you can't be like yeah. oh i have my name and like a logo then like my branding is done and like it's gonna be perfect it's like no it's like the branding <laughs> is like the, the, you know the brand isn't or the, the a logo is not the brand right yes that's, I that's think that's right. the short form of what we're talking about, right? Like the, the yeah. logo is not the brand. Even the name no. in a lot of cases is not the brand. No. It's the the beliefs, the, the goals, the why. That's the brand, right? Agreed. And those five, three, one, ten, whatever vibes, whatever whys you want to communicate, that is the brand. Mm-hmm. That is the why, that is the motif, that is the goal, that is the mission statement. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing that's going to be way stronger than being like, oh, here's, you know, I put my name and logo on everything. 
Yeah. It's like, oh God. You know, if you have to do yeah. that, it shows like you're insecure about your branding. Mm-hmm. Cause if it's good enough, you shouldn't have to do that. Exactly. If you're, if, if, if your work is good enough and those motifs that what your why is communicated, then like people looking at your work, they'll, they'll find your name. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully. They'll find That's it. the goal. That's the goal. They'll yeah. find it. They'll find it. Zach has faith. I have faith. I have faith too. Just a bit less of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I think that's a fantastic place to wrap that up. Yeah. We finally got to it five days later. Finally. A week later. It makes sense. It makes sense. And uh, it's something like there's there's so much to it. Like there's so many different components of it to talk about as well. Yeah, it is a very so, uh, lengthy topic. It's a large topic. Yeah. Like we we spent six weeks understanding like our own personal branding in offsite yeah. before we even opened the portfolio wow. which is a long time i still gotta do that it's with like team f- time travel just to make sure you know i gotta yeah, i gotta pick should. those five i think I'm you gonna should s- I'm gonna start a new sticky note in the section and put mm-hmm. five on there and then if those one one of the five two three four five out of the five evolve and change I'm going to put a new sticky note over top of the old one, but not get rid of the old one. Ah, that's a good so idea. So I can see how they change. Good idea. Homework for the weekend is to come with five, and we'll talk about it on Monday. Okay. And we'll talk about why you picked that. Okay. I'm going to write it down so you can't escape that. I'm going to remember. Okay. I've got the Yikes. memory of an elephant. And uh, <laughs> if you also have the memory of an elephant and also want Zach to do his homework, then send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com and send us a podcast question to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com and Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? Process underscore underscore podcast. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We will see you on Monday. Peace. Peace.